0: Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now.
1: Also exciting, the return of Maggie Reed. Tonight on on The Walking Dead,
2: was it exciting?
1: It it was a th- a thing. <laughs> there was there was definite uh, actions that took place that led to a character being in a place.
2: There, while there is truth in your statement. <laughs> I'm not sure what else we need to say, really. Thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate you coming. <laughs> Dustin summed it all up. Uh, no, it's yes, The Walking Dead is back. And this is Zompocalypse Now, the podcast where we occasionally talk about The Walking Dead every time it circles its way back around to the world. If you have joined the show while well, we have been talking about movies
0: and the stand,
1: yes. We don't talk about the stand anymore.
0: Fuck that fuck that shit. We're back to our purpose, our special purpose. Walking dead. Woo! (laughs) Back to our roots. (laughs) Well, definitely
2: back to our roots. All right. I am Timothy Harvey.
1: And I'm Dustin.
2: And I'm Curtis. And yes, we are indeed talking about the extended tenth season. This was originally not planned to be. Uh, These episodes that we're watching now that started off with this episode that we're talking about were not actually on the original schedule, but with the joys of COVID and film schedules becoming what they did, they decided to extend season 10 and build up to what is going to be the final season of the show of this version of The Walking Dead. There's of course going to be Others, Fear the Walking Dead is continuing on. There's going to be a Daryl and Carol spinoff. And I'm sure that we'll see a lot. Of- <laughs> I hope it's a game show. Please let it be Daryl
0: and Carol in the zombie world game show. Oh, that would be great. We're not going to be that lucky. No. Mm.
1: Uh, there's also going to be an anthology series. Mm-hmm. And, let's, and we also cannot forget, we must never, ever forget, The World Beyond.
0: Oh, we'll forget that, because, yeah. Well, it's
2: only going to run two seasons, and if they don't make the second season better, that it will be forgotten. Uh, And we're also getting the Rick movies, which, of course, are, I guess, supposed to be the capstone to this whole portion of The Walking Dead, because, of course, we'll get Rick's fate, which means a reunion with Michonne, most likely, and probably a reunion with his murderous little Moppet, who we got an appearance from today,
1: and that baby he don't know he got. And the fact that this episode he got a baby,
0: <laughs> who's got a baby?
1: Uh, Michonne was pregnant when Rick left the show. When he when he did the thing, but then they I guess they didn't know it because she has a son named RJ that is a baby, he's a, about five.
0: Please tell me RJ is short for Rick James.
1: It's Rick Jr.
0: Oh, okay.
2: He is not a murderous Moppet yet. But no. we got we got an additional Moppet added to the show, also in the adorable category with the little baseball cap and sitting in a tree looking all nonchalant after the murder spree of the villain. Little baby Herschel. Little baby Herschel, who's not a baby, he's but Five, six years old. uh Again, you know,
0: just. I think it's great that they spent like the first four seasons to cover like two weeks of activity, and then uh, or we'll say a couple months, right? I don't know the timeline, and then they just fucking
1: fuck it, skip six years, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that too. That's one of the great things about this show. Actually, we spent. You know, the first, the first three seasons all happen within six months. It's now we're years and years. Of course, they had to do that because of, of Carl, you know. They had to do those jump time jumps because, you know, they couldn't pretend that dude was, you know, 13 anymore because <laughs> he was, like, a full-grown adult.
0: Yeah, he was, like, <laughs> pushed. He's about 20, <laughs> 22 years old.
2: He left the show to go to college.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's. Uh...
0: He's gonna end up being a mathematician like that, like you know, half of the child stars of the nineteen eighties and nineties. Yeah,
1: because uh, uh Mealy and Bialik, and yeah. then also Danica, what's her name from the Wonder Years, when and became a math.
0: Yeah, that's right. That, that's oh, who no, I was. Thinking.
1: No, because Bialik is uh. uh Brain Astrophysicist, scientist or something. A brain Neur- scientist.
0: neuroscientist, right? Yeah, right. And so, Coral's going to end up being a—I don't know—mechanical engineer. He's probably going <laughs> to—he's probably going to invent a steady cam technology that also protects your back. The work's more regular. True. <laughs> it's more—it's uh, more stable income Maybe than most child actors. And then, like.
1: Mayim Bialik
0: Thank you Like her he's going to get bored with his life Because science is boring As fuck when you're in the middle of it And then they're going to be like Hey Hollywood can I do some more stuff And they're going to be like yes Come back come back to us Here's some cocaine You love this
1: Oh god but then hopefully He won't end up like me I am Bialik on a show about a cat cafe that's that, already been canceled.
0: That show was crazy bad.
1: I watch. I couldn't watch the whole the whole first episode. I, watched, I couldn't
0: either. It was just. I that. watched
1: fifteen minutes, and I was like, it "Okay." Was as,
0: it was as bad as that show by the the big show did. Remember the big show on Netflix did a little series, The Wrestler. Uh huh. Horrible. My
1: kids watched that. Horrible. Horrible.
0: Uh, was it bad, Curtis? It was the kind of show that just, if you spent (laughs) any time studying in like a school, like in your life, you would be pissed off at that show for insulting your intelligence.
1: You know, uh, Kevin, uh, King of of Queens. Kevin James, right, yeah. Has a new show on Netflix called The Crew, and it's about NASCAR racing. And I watched uh, about four episodes of that show uh, on the Netflix because I couldn't. Like, stop watching it. And it wasn't like this show is amazing and hilarious. It was like, it can't be this bad next episode. <laughs> like they're not gonna they're not gonna keep this up and have it be this bad next episode. Surely not.
2: Are you sure you're not describing season two of The Walking Dead? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? Because right? that's that's where we came in and well, they didn't give him any money for season two, so they couldn't do anything. I think the execs were like trying to make the show fail, but it. So buried. that was the that was the time
2: where Darabond was getting pushed out the door. Yeah, and they mm-hmm. slashed the budget. I think close to in half for season two, mm-hmm. and this led to such exciting. Uh, and I and there was a reference to you know Daryl going out and looking for a character in this episode. And I'm like, so what does that mean? Cause in the world of the walking dead, going out and mi- looking for the missing character in the woods, there was a whole season of that. And nobody went looking for the child in the woods. They kept <laughs> saying they were going to do it, but they never actually. Yeah. Daryl was lived. the
1: only one who went and looked. Although I will say that we, ha- I have to remind uh, all of our, our listener that, uh, that we, in fact, know from the end of, or the midpoint of this season, when the when the show went off last time, mm-hmm. the very last shot of the show was Connie in a huge group of walkers, just walking with them. And at first she had her eyes closed, and then when she opened her eyes, you saw that it, it was, she was not a walker. She was dirty and filthy and stuff, but you could see that she was not a walker, Uh, which means that we know that at least at that time, Connie was a living, and it would be really, really dumb for them to kill her off screen uh, after teasing her being alive at the end of the season.
2: (laughs) Yeah, no, it would make a lot of sense, but The Walking Dead has not always made a lot of sense. There's a little bit of information tonight given about where Maggie has been all this time. And of course, they have uh, returned to Alexandria, the Alexandria area. She's coming back to Hilltop, really, because bad things have happened. And we run into the Walking Dead's distance issue mm-hmm. because she was over in Knoxville, which means Tennessee. Our, yeah, Tennessee. And this is in Virginia which you may have know if you've ever looked at a U.S. map, there's a bit of space in between the two. And apparently the villain of the show that we saw this, when we introduced this episode, followed them from Knoxville to
1: Virginia. And I'm thinking, okay, um, why? Well, also, let's not forget that before she was in Knoxville, she had taken... Harold to the ocean and had gone because because they had a she had she had a place on the ocean that we're just now hearing about for the very first time ever.
2: Well, she's been gone from the show because if you remember, of course, Maggie left the show because Lauren Graham left the show. Why are you making that face?
1: Because I think Lauren Graham is the mom from Gilmore Girls and not the actress Lauren of- Cohen. Thank you.
2: So Lauren Cohen left the show <laughs> and she went off to do her own series. Yeah, And that got canceled. And then she came because it was
1: bad. It was bad. What was her series? Oh God. C- Curtis. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was her and she worked for the CIA. And then there was the guy who played the main love interest on uh Felicity, if that helps you at all. Nope. He's a d- actor. He's a dumb old actor, and uh, and he worked for the ah uh, uh, for the IRS for the FBI, and she's CIA, and he's FBI.
2: And I want to and- see the CIA IRS show.
1: Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, let's write that. So anyway, they have. Big
0: work- I need you to do some numbers. Yeah. Okay. So- <laughs> It's a a 26,000-page
1: form. Not a problem. (laughs) I got it, Chief. (laughs) On it. (laughs) So they have to work together, and they don't like each other, but they have to create a special task force team made up of of quirky, quirky people, and it was part action and part comedy and... I don't, it was real bad. It was super bad.
2: It was, it, the problem is, is that people just weren't ready for such an original premise.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're on a special task force together. They hate each other, but they also kind of think the other one is sexy a little bit. And it was,
2: it was kind of amazing how
0: much they literally assembled a show out of tropes. <laughs> well, it sounds like that was a total waste of her time.
2: Well, she got paid. So I'm sure that was, that was, it useful. was,
1: yeah. And it was network. Like, you know as big as amc is if you have a chance to like be the lead in a show that's on network like i hear that's the thing to do well
2: between oh, that sir? and getting something at showtime or or you know a netflix lead for a series that's you know that that mad that mad streaming money
1: and it was it on be? cbs it was a procedural on cbs with two sexy people on it and it should have that like that. I think that's what they were so upset that it didn't make it. It's like, why couldn't we, why couldn't we fail when Chicago has has five different shows on this network?
0: Yeah. Well, here's what I imagine happened. Uh, she was made a really excellent offer to be the star in her own series um with someone that she really wants to work with where they have this adversarial thing which is really fun and then the producer hires his crack addicted cousin to write the scripts because he needs a job Mm -hmm. and then they're having to try to make this shit dialogue sound cool and and the the network is like what you failed by
1: you know the really the really sucky part is that the kid who played Noah on Walking Dead, and also was uh, the main kid on Everybody Hates Chris. He played. He got a job on the show too, and he was their like young, like computer genius. And so when this when that show ended, she was like, "Well, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to go back to the Walking Dead." And he was like, "They killed me off the Walking Dead. I can't go back." Because she's, you know, she's Australian, really. So she don't. She doesn't talk like this Really. She up like this.
2: Both of those are not good Georgia or Australian accents, but that's okay. So what happened this episode, Dustin?
1: Okay. So uh, it's like five minutes after the end of, of the Whisperer War and uh, Maggie's already making demands. She's like, where is everybody? What's happening and, uh, and then she sees Negan, and she's like, what the fuck's with this guy? And Carol and, and Daryl are like, well, he's one of us now, sort of. And, and Carol's like, uh, I really kind of, have, I'm team Negan. And Daryl's like, I'm team Undecided. And uh, Maggie's like, I am definitely not team Negan. Uh, so Maggie has been wandering the countryside, uh, going to different villages with those lesbians, planting
0: and... apple trees in her wake.
1: Right, and it seems like from the way she describes it, they show up at a village, they try and get things started, and then they just something gets fucked up, and so everybody leaves.
2: This is continuing the long scale Walking Dead tradition of our heroes, and it, it's this cross platform because this used to be the 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 story model for fear the walking dead which is our heroes will come to a settlement and by the time they leave the settlement it's been raised to the ground <laughs> usually by fire yeah. and so uh, they were essentially locusts Ugh. who would move across the, fr- right. the surface of the earth on their
1: boat was... on the, they, they it was like that show lex we talked about it yeah uh because they they were on their boat and they show up at a place where there were survivors doing their level best to survive and then like somebody from the cast of fear the walking dead would show up and usually it was madison and she'd be like i'm gonna poke this bear and so then like the inadvertent actions of the fear the walking dead crew led to the destruction of that little enclave of survivors
2: Again and again over and, and, again. Over, and, over, and over again. Oh, uh, it's it's so good to know that Maggie's picked Maggie has carried on the tradition of destroying all that is in our wake. Um but yeah, I she, mean she went off. She went off, of course. Uh the, the, the way the character exited the series was that she went off with another group of apparently technologically advanced for this world, putting the world back together and, and it was some very big and lofty goals and it was part of this you know bill helping build a new world and that apparently didn't work out all that well i I guess I didn't really get a good sense of why it is she said she left
1: well but they got separated uh they were at some they were at a place and there was uh a, they, that failed and uh what's her name what's her butt the leader of the people Georgie I think is her name georgie right uh wanted to go west and that's very ominous because we know that that this is also where uh where the world beyond stuff is happening is west mm. of of where our main storyline is happening and so she said she was going to go west and check it out she heard about a civilization out there and never returned and so at that time Maggie decided that she was going to go and sit by the ocean for a little while Mm -hmm. before uh, turning around and going to Tennessee all with a seven-year-old, a six-year-old and all on foot.
2: Yeah. So just to give perspective again on distances for The Walking Dead, um, it's about a seven to 10 hour car drive from Knoxville to Virginia car drive. They're not driving cars. They're on foot. So, this has been a journey which has taken them quite some time.
0: 20 miles a day on beans and hay. That's how they said it in the Civil War.
1: Well, and here's the thing that uh, that became becomes super duper obvious as you see these people that she's traveling with. They probably started off with 100, 200 people. Yeah. <laughs> because the way these idiots... Just get picked off this episode is like like there's no way that they left with only those eight people and you know made it all the way with all those eight people
0: and what, did, what was your comment about the diversity of these of this episode tim well so folks you may
2: have noticed over time uh and especially to go back to epi- season Three through five, I think, is when Dustin and I really leaned into this because it was so glaringly obvious. It had been obvious before, but they really got bad about it. And I think once we got to the prison, this is where it really kicked in, Mm -hmm. is that The Walking Dead, for a show set in the state of Georgia, had remarkably few non-white characters on the show. And then when we were introduced to Black characters, Characters and usually this was black male characters especially is you could only have one male black character on the show at a time apparently because as soon as a second male black character showed up the one who'd been on there previously would get bit by a zombie or shot in the head or something bad would happen to them and then
1: after a while there'd be a new- everyone like people again. legitimately noticed and made like like. Internet memes about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, this was not just the t- observations of Tim and Dustin. Everybody who was right. a fan of The Walking Dead knew about it.
2: And this got better over the course of the show. But I'm watching this episode and I'm like, there's like five black characters on screen. And what this did I say? The largest
0: number of black characters they've ever had on the show at the same time. And what did I say when you said that? I don't know. I can't Something about they're all going to die. Oh, there's. That. Oh yeah, they're
1: going to kill them, and they did. They killed three of them. Right. So it's like, well,
2: okay, never mind. And for a minute there, it was like, as soon we kept being introduced to these characters, and there's a white character, and there's a black character, and there's another white character, and there's another black character, and there's another black character, there's another black character, and I'm like, okay, fine, it's a diverse group of. Oh, never mind, they're all dead.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that is to say that every, literally all but three of the people. That Maggie uh, brought with her from Tennessee are now dead. Like everyone has died, and it's like they die in the dumbest way. Like I even said, like there's no way you've survived the zombie apocalypse world for this long and you're still wandering around in the woods in a t-shirt because they're like four of the characters are like you know like there's the ones that are all like like there's the one looks like snake eyes. And then there's the one who looks like Kano from Mortal Kombat. And then there's like two guys with masks on and you don't see their faces because you don't have to pay them any more than extra wages. And then uh, there's like these five like, oh no, we just left the Starbucks and there were zombies people. Like, and they are all, all of them are immediately killed. Like, you know, as cannon fodder, just gone.
2: So, they, so while these folks had been making their way back to Virginia, they have been, had various settlements over time as well, and they have been picked off by this new threat. So here's the problem I have with the new threat.
1: <laughs> okay. The
2: threat is dead. Long live the threat. <laughs> yes. Well, first of all, there's that. Oh, it's another group of people with a scary name. It's the Reapers. Okay. And
1: no and no uh, discernible plan or reason for doing the things that they do right and and the only reason i know
2: what our villains said when he committed suicide he, they capture him he, he beats the crap out of people he shoots people he kills people they get the upper hand he pulls a he pulls the pin out of a grenade and blows himself up
1: what does he say then
2: he says this series of noises that for the life of me i could not tell what they were Well, thankfully, there's the Internet. And apparently what he said was, Pope marked you. So someone named Pope or someone who is a pope, for all we know, it's a religious order, uh, because, you know, we've 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 had a few religious bad guys in the course of the of the Walking Dead universe. So it's not out of the ordinary. And, of course, in in post-apocalyptic
0: fiction. Mm. and That's a natural extension of, of today's society. You're going to get religious wackos who think they're right. Well, and I'm not...
2: Depending on how they handle it, that could actually be kind of interesting. But this is Maggie. Maggie has... This is not Maggie's first rodeo. This is not the first time she's been ass to the dance. This is not the first time that Maggie has, I don't know, whatever whatever cliche thing you want to sit there and say. The, one guy?
1: Oh, yeah. that I thought that was like, is that just had the one guy follow him? And then he was, but he was like Jason Voorhees oh, yeah. levels of like I mean, he was shot and stabbed and then shot with an arrow and he still was coming after them like, no problem.
2: So I had two thoughts. One, with this, I mean, he said the way he's taking abuse, is he on something? But we've not had anybody who's like, it's the end of the world. We're all going to be on steroids so we can be badasses fighting out in the world. And I was like, okay. I mean, because he, he, took, he took a lot of punishment that, you know, your pain receptors kick in when you get, you know, shot and stabbed and, and poked in holes with with arrows. You don't just keep coming forward. You know, horror movie monsters aside. But I'm like, OK, what what's this? But you notice what they didn't do after they killed him? Mm. They didn't search him. They didn't look at anything. We we immediately cut to a scene where they're, you know. Well,
1: he was exploded, Tim.
2: Yeah, but there's still parts around
0: there. If it's not, he didn't turn into mist. They'll go back after they find a uh, uh, little bit. Herbert, Herschel, Herschel. Herbert? After they get Herschel, they can go back and do a thorough search. Well, surprisingly, and find when find the, the special letter from the Pope that says. Be it hereby known and announced that in the woods around the vicinity of Virginia, whatever group Maggie is joined and is accompanying, will be plucked away one by one by order of the Pope. Me,
1: <laughs> I just I, oh, I love that we have you back on the show, uh, Curtis. No, no
2: <laughs> I My my problem is that it just I have anger. Maggie. One of the defining characteristics of Maggie's character is that she's smart, and she seems really unlikely to me that she did not at some point, And maybe, maybe they'll talk about this later. Maybe this is you know they'll they'll
1: she'll, well. There's a lot she didn't talk about. Cause she was like, because like, you know, talk about it, and she was <laughs> like, not right now. We talk about it later. I just took such a shiver for
0: me. When the show needs a monologue, I'll be right in there to fill in that gap. Well over here to listen. And <laughs> she provided one tonight too. It was, she, yeah, it was Yeah, there was a whole whole section that I kind of spaced out on. What was that about? What was what were they talking about? Anything important at all?
1: Well that was a, where she described her entire journey.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, the first day I left I had eggs in the morning. <laughs> and then I had I had a uh, we shot a dough in the afternoon. Now one and thing so, you have
2: to consider though is that this this episode and the rest of the episodes of this extended season were all shot under COVID restrictions. So if there's and and knowing that as I'm watching these actors interact and you notice how far away from each other they are in most of the scenes.
0: Yeah, if there's a two shot at all, they're I mean, they're basically not in the same room.
2: So, I think that I think they did a pretty good job of actually making the quieter moments, you know, having the you know, these people are obviously in the same space with each other, but most of the shots of the show there's a significant gap of space between the actors which you know, doesn't necessarily make it a problem in a show like this most of the time. And when you consider that two of the most dramatic scenes in the episode were Maggie and Negan's confrontation, where neither of them, they weren't going to be standing close to each other anyway. It was glare from a distance. Uh, and, you know, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see what's going to happen with the other episodes in this extended seat part of the season, because... They're all shot under the COVID restrictions. So
0: let's see what happens. And you know what? You know what I have to say to that? Thanks, guys. Thanks for taking the trouble. Yeah. That was more expensive. But the all of those people on that set had to have work. And it was good that you did the right things while giving them work.
2: Well, and there's been a really good... Um, there's, they call it the pod system. Where basically they. Uh, the studios have figured out that there are ways to do this with a fair amount of safety, as much as you can have when dealing with a virus and you can still continue production. Uh, and it's actually made a lot of shows that were thinking they weren't going to do any work during COVID um, actually be able to do production. It's started up a lot of film, a lot of film productions that went on hold resumed. Luckily we get uh we get people that are working because, yeah, it's been really, really rough for folks in the arts.
1: Um, I want to talk. I want to talk about this guy who's dressed like Snake Eyes from Joe.
0: Oh, please. Yes. Can we?
1: Why and what was that? Why, why and what?
0: I think that was a piece of visual storytelling right there. The, the, it's we will get to know this character a lot better, but we spent the entire episode kind of following this man around. He had that excellent mask, which was, I don't know if the prop was supposed to be metal or because it was clearly plastic that was painted to look metal because when he finally took it off his face, it flexed a little bit. And when he slid it up, we saw this, it went from this, really frightening looking, uh, uh you know, like you said, it was like a video game bad guy. Yeah. And then he took his face, took it off. And his face was like a cherubic frightened a s- child,
1: a sweet baby angel. Yeah. His and face that was that, was that of a, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, that's gotta be a strange casting process. Like sending out cat. All right. We need somebody who is huge. And will look scary, but oh, also must have, you know, the delicate bone structure of a, you know. <laughs> like
0: The sweet, milky, smooth skin of a, <laughs> of a nine-year-old boy.
2: Well, and we have very curious because we are first introduced to this character, and he is a knife-wielding badass. Mm-hmm. He's got these big blades, and he's just cutting through walkers right and left. And we don't see anything to indicate that this character is particularly vulnerable. And then we have this moment where he just freezes up. Which is fine. I actually don't have a problem with that as long as we get an explanation for it. Which we are. I mean, clearly there's there's a story to be told about this character. and they'll, They'll be telling it. But it was such a strange thing that I was like, well, what are they doing here? And it allows them to have a bonding moment and, and uh, to have this, you know, oh, and here's, here's the person behind the mask. And this is great. But it was so, it felt so jarring to me in that moment because we'd, all we'd seen of this character so far was masked badass fighting their way through the walkers and just being the silent sort of, you know, somewhat menacing ally. And then it's suddenly frozen. Mm -hmm. And so I'm interested to see what they, what more we get from this character. Right. Um, and again, again, very pleased to see that it's a not white face underneath the mask, mm-hmm. because you know we we have a whole lot of of pretty white people on this show, and it's you know it's good to have something a little bit you know more variety because this show doesn't always do well with that.
1: Right. So, um, they have to fight the Jason Voorhees guy, and it takes. It literally takes both Maggie and Daryl. You were supposed to infer this guy is such a badass that Daryl couldn't take him down on his own, and finally they they kind of all. The only reason they do get him get him is because everybody co like converges on that spot together, and uh, so they catch him. And Maggie's like, "Who are you?" Why are you chasing me? <laughs> what are you trying to do? I'm and glad you
0: I'm glad you're presenting it this way because it seemed to me like her accent was different tonight.
1: Oh no, I feel, I really think that maybe she uh she's but, she got like she forgot of,
0: how to fucking yeah, do
1: it. <laughs> she so forgot that. how to do Maggie and, and had to like relearn, I think. So anyway, uh he I guess apparently says Pope marked you and then blows himself up with the grenade. Apparently. And uh, so now we have to be like, oh no, who's Pope? Who are these people? What's happening? Who are you? Uh,
0: but Be it known that in the year of our Lord, what I don't even know what year it would be there. Never mind. I don't want to think about it.
1: <laughs> so at the end of the episode, uh, Daryl and Maggie and the group, all end up back in Alexandria. Uh and the last thing we see is uh is Maggie seeing Negan helping with the rebuilding effort. And uh we don't know how she feels about that.
0: Oh, we know how she feels about that. Negan is only still alive because she has friends that think he should be. She's not of that opinion.
1: No. But still respects her friends. Well, but we have to, here's the weird thing about this is that uh, she took, she had her chance to kill him like two seasons ago, but she didn't take it because she believed that him being locked up and basically forgotten was a much greater punishment for him than than being killed like him losing everything and being just this weak man in a cell was so much in her mind more of a punishment so i'm not thinking that like i i think it's more of a disappointment we're seeing with her at this moment of you know i had made my peace with him being alive because he was going to be in a cell for the rest of his life
0: this is why more men commit murders than women on, on average. You look at any group of numbers, serial killers, whatever. It's always way more men are doing the killing than women. And that is because women being of a different uh, gender uh, tend to handle things differently. Now I was married and the woman that I was married to rather than murder me just made my (laughs) life miserable. And I think that was way smarter. Right. She could could have murdered me, you know, I could have murdered her, but I was busy having
1: a miserable life because that's what happens. It was the death of a thousand cuts. Like, why would I, why would I just hang you or kill you or shoot you when I can know that your life is a living hell? So
0: bringing that up, it makes me wonder if, if Maggie is going to end up being like, like I worked in a deli when I was a kid and there was a, there was a a person in there. She wasn't in a management position, but she had superiority obviously. And she just made my life a living hell because she had the power to do it. And she wanted me to be good at my job. Right. So Maggie, I think is going to be like that person and just, just mess with him all the time cuz that's what he's got coming no,
2: just an eternity
0: it. of having maggie over his shoulder m- just m- making making him feel like bait
1: <laughs> now if this was a soap opera they would fall immediately in love with each other
0: oh god i don't see that happening
1: i don't either Not well but then season. but then glenn's but then glenn's evil twin that we never knew was around would show up. No, 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 like... It'd be
2: it'd be Glenn himself, miraculously back from the dead, by plate but played by a different actor who was three inches taller and thirteen pounds heavier and <laughs> a different race. <laughs> yeah. Because that's
1: Not
0: how it works. Like on she
1: Wandavision, so how awesome.
0: did you? Why did they re-
1: recast
0: you? <laughs> yeah. so For those who watch Wandavision,
2: I'm um. I'm really curious to see where they go with this for a couple of reasons. One, Maggie has this speech where she talks about how, you know, she's telling her son about his father and how, and that he died and and a bad man killed him. And her son asks, you know, was the bad man punished? And she wasn't sure how to answer. And now of course the bad man is there. And at some point,
1: he runs the ice cream shop now.
2: Yeah, exactly. But (laughs) But I think we run into, we're gonna run it. I think what's gonna happen is we're going to run into the same thing that Carol ran into. And she tells Maggie straight up, once they get back to Hilltop and see that it's burned, she says Negan was with the Whispers because Alpha needed to die. And she basically makes it clear that, you know, this is a decision that was made, and that Negan, you know, that that Negan is responsible for ending the Whisperers in part. And I think that we're going to get, and this is my prediction, I could be wrong, but because we have this new threat, we're going to have the scene where Negan saves her or her son, or she finds herself in a position where she sees Negan save someone else. And while they are never going to be friends at some point in between now and the end of the show, however many episodes are ultimately going to be left, we're going to have that moment where she's like, I'm never going to like you.
1: You have to do the accent, Tim.
2: No,
0: I don't.
1: If you're going to talk for Maggie, you've got to do the accent. We've both done it. I
0: I have a whole monologue that she's going to do. I ain't never going to like you. Perfect. (laughs) It's a perfect Maggie. And he's going to go, okay. (laughs) That's going to be... (laughs) You think that's the way it's going to go? Here's, here's what I think is going to happen: mm. slow burn. Maggie's going to bite her time. Yeah, Negan's going to save her life, Herschel's life. Everybody's probably get a Carol in there at some point, and everybody's going to love him. And then, and then Maggie's going to be like, "No, no, you don't get to survive." And she's going to she's going to take her bow, which I have one kind of like. I really like shooting archery, and and she's going to take that and she's going to put that arrow through that dickhole's neck. You think like a friendly fire kind of deal in the in the middle of in the middle of some big Just, conflagration? She's gonna be like there, a no? big betrayal. Ooh, she might sense. even be all smile, smiles with him for a while. That'll freak him out even more if she's all of a sudden friendly. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think, I think his I think, head's oh. going to be coming off though because she ain't going to let Glenn get go by with forgiveness.
1: Well, here's the thing that uh, we, I saw in the preview, like the, on the next six episodes, Walking Dead thing they put out. Okay. Uh, Negan has some sort of mental break at some point uh, because he ends up in a room having a conversation with Negan. Negan oh, and God. Negan. No,
0: they're going, it's a soap opera, twin brother.
1: Yeah. Again. so this i think
0: time we've been
2: imprisoning the innocent negan but the evil negan is still i would
0: love it if the producers from one life to live would just remake the whole series
1: well you know they wanted they i mean it was so soapy at the beginning everybody's sleeping with everybody and yeah. you know it was pretty soapy at the beginning that's true I just—it's going to be interesting
2: to see how they handle this because, you know, they already—they clearly put Negan on, if not a complete redemption arc, a redemption esque arc. This is a rug pull arc if I've ever seen one. But I think we're going to—what's what's what's probably going to end up happening is our two adorable moppets are going to become the bestest of friends, and Judith will let slip because they're going to try and—they're going to try and shield. Yeah. Herschel from the knowledge that Negan is the murderer of his father. And Judith will let it slip. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a secret that'll be held long. You know. And then she'll sit there and go, oh, Negan's not so bad. He murdered my father. We will have adorable moppets arguing with each other. That is, yeah. that is my prediction is there'll be a moppet fight. Mm. Ah, well, Judith will win. I think, because I I think Herschel, Herschel looks real soft. But see, she's the deadly adorable Moppet, and he's the lovable adorable Moppet, which means they are destined to be together.
0: (laughs) It's Moppet. Are you
1: already shipping? That's that's a little creepy, Uh, Tim. In
0: the real world, Judith would be like security coordinator for uh, Herschel's J Pop band.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Except I think that they're Korean.
0: Doesn't matter to the American audience at yeah, all. Yeah in well, I mean, in the real world, there's nothing wrong with a Korean guy having a J pop band. Well, they said
1: it's called K-pop.
0: What? I thought that was J
1: pop is Japanese pop music. I K-pop thought that was the, Korean pop music. I
0: thought that was like the 70s and 80s compilation that K-Tel did was K-pop of the seventies and no. Folks,
2: folks at home who don't know what KTEL is, it's okay. It's not important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you fucking Google it. <laughs> you get on YouTube and look up and look up KTEL and then just enjoy hours of entertainment. And you know,
2: you too can still subscribe to get music delivered to your door.
0: <laughs> that was my first credit strike was when I was like a nine year old and I got uh what did I get? Uh, 1984, Master of Puppets, uh, Dire Straits album, A Minute Work album, all for a penny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, yeah, yeah. I my just,
1: parents never let me do that. They were like, "Oh no, no, no."
0: <laughs> I didn't tell them. I just liked that I could tape a penny to the little postcard and send it back to them.
1: I had to ask for pennies,
0: <laughs> mother.
2: the terrible accents of this episode have been brought to you by people who actually can do accents we're just doing bad ones (laughs) so all right so having seen this episode and having had the gap in between you know and knowing that the show is coming to an end and that we actually have these you know these whatever these episodes turn out to be because again these were not planned with the original schedule I love the idea that
0: we are on the downslope of an arc, though. This is great. That there's a that there's a destination we're heading yeah, to. Yeah, that we're going somewhere. And they just now thought of what where that might be, but they haven't quite worked it out yet. So they're still writing it probably right now because mm-hmm. they oh, didn't sure know they in are. the beginning.
1: And there, I mean, oh, I, you guys, know... Let's just
0: wrap it up already.
1: You know Norman Reedus is like, I really need to know what's happening for my spinoff series. Like he's already, you know.
0: God damn it. I'm so mad at this spin-off thing. If it's not a game show.
1: <laughs> Harold and Daryl in <laughs> Who Squished That? <laughs> <It's> that. <laughs> well, I I honestly I think it's gonna it's gonna end up being another road show because oh. Walking Dead does not do a good job. Uh, with with sitting still, uh, so it's well. It's gonna a be... fundamental
0: rule in zombie world that, or in any kind of predator-rich environment, that you keep moving.
1: Right. Well, and uh, and you know, uh, Fear the Walking Dead is going to continue production. Uh, they're not done with that story. That's probably got another two or three seasons left in it. Uh, and then the anthology series I'm actually minorly looking forward to. Uh, I think that Carol and Daryl's show is going to be about them traveling around, showing up in different little communities. And burning them to the ground. <laughs> killing, <laughs> killing the crazy leader and then moving on. Every episode is going to be like, there's something wrong with this town. Or, or you know, Carol will be like, there's something really wrong here.
0: I'd like to see it done as a, um, in a wand of the yeah. earth like Kung Fu. <laughs> in a documentary style where they're always talking into the camera, but like at the end of the first episode, they have like a really far away shot and there's no cameras, but they've just gone insane. And so so what happens is Carol and Daryl knock on houses until they find one that's occupied. And then they come in there and the challenge is they have to cook a meal with only the things that they find on that property, mm. and so they and they only know. have
1: thirty minutes.
0: They,
1: <laughs> <is> <laughs> this, thirty minutes.
0: Curtis, yes. is
2: is this the Great Zombie Bake Off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the thing. They oh. gotta have like a cake. That's the thing. They gotta have a cake. You the Great be. Zombie Bake Off, brought to you <laughs> by this. This needs to be co-produced with the BBC. I think that.
0: <laughs> going to be the... They're just insane people. And the people in the house who their kitchen they're using are freaking the fuck out <laughs> and don't know what to do.
2: <laughs> it's a shame, really, that people don't come to us for ideas for programming because we yeah. have
1: the best We're ideas. smart. We're We're 40 and 50-year-old white men. We should all have a show on Netflix.
0: Oh, my God. Just... <laughs> I don't necessarily want to be on camera, though, anymore in my life ever. Um, I rather like the anonymity of just this, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could, like, I don't know if you record the video as well. You could release this. It would be fine most of the time Well, so I, have, problem, a, I so have pants
2: on. So the thing is, is that I every now and again, I consider putting out, like, the occasional video episode because we do record the video. The problem is, is that we edit the hell out of these episodes so much that it would be the choppiest visual thing you ever saw.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I I think it works out okay. Probably. I don't know. There are times every now and
2: again, I'll like take a picture of the timeline just to sit there and go, if anybody asks me how much editing I did on this episode. There's 367,000 cuts in this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Nobody's I watch.
2: know, man. It's, it's,
0: there's a lot. I don't know. I, yeah. I enjoyed this episode. I thought I mean, it wasn't. There wasn't anything that I had to complain about. There was some cool moments, and it was all new faces, so I was really into finding out about people, and that really helps a slow episode like this uh, have a lot more depth. I feel like I'm just you know back in the machinery of it I'm my little fan cog just swirling around just yeah. having a good day
1: Go to watch a show about zombies
0: because mm-hmm. the first show I'd watched in a couple years I mean the first it was the last episode of the first half of this season I haven't watched it since a, for a long time Right. well
1: uh, you know the old joke. Uh, oh, I haven't watched this soap in years. Well, well, let me catch you up. They're still at Vivian's party. <laughs> <laughs> <There's>,
2: yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and and unfortunately, the Walking Dead villain set tends to be fairly repetitive.
1: Oh my gosh! Just so so bad. Which is kind, I mean, <laughs> kind of
2: want this to be almost a religious order thing because the religious stuff happened over on Fear the Walking Dead.
1: I want I want Pope to be a puppet uh, <laughs> that is is worn on the hand of of a of an eight year old girl in uh, in riding spats. You know, and she Problem she holds is, up her puppet and, and she, s- she says. I would like to destroy. The problem
2: is, it'll turn out to be the cousin of Virginia over on Fear the Walking Dead, because it's all connected, and we don't need that. <laughs> I don't know. No, I was, it was. This was okay. I mean, this is. It's always good to come back into this show and not have our first reaction be red hot fury. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know what? um here's something really funny so uh i have been seeing commercials for uh the world beyond on netflix or on like hulu and stuff like they're you know really like touting it and after we have watched the stand i was like oh, that wasn't so bad
0: i felt like those two shows suffered from the same too many cooks kind of syndrome the world beyonds problem literally does come
2: down to they're trying to make a teenage version of the walking dead. And it's not a show that you can do that with. And cause it's got the same problems as the first two seasons of the walking dead, except now it's with teenagers. And, you know, as we, like, as we said in our, I think our last episode talking about it, it doesn't work. If the most interesting characters on the show are, are the bad guys and you wish you could spend more time with the bad guys because the heroes are boring. They're not making the show about teenagers for the 40 and 50 year old guys watching or you know, recording this show either. So
0: I'm still like, I'm, I'm like 17 tops. My body is a certain age, but I think I'm about 17. I'm really, that's why I like this show. That's why I'm super into star Wars. I'm kind of into star Trek. Uh, you know, I even like the Battlestar Galactica, beers and beets. You know. <laughs> oh, I don't feel fifty most of the time. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, why? Why would we choose to feel at fifty? I will tell a motherfucker to get off my lawn, though. I, I'm glad I got that kind of street cred now because when I say get up, get, put your fucking mask on, kid, they'll <laughs> tug it up. <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't. I, I kind of have a lawn. It's yeah. an apartment building. So there's like two little strips of grass over
0: there. If so, well, if somebody had a, a hammock strung on your your little patio, you know, that was running from your patio to theirs, I just man, if I were you, I'd just walk out there and just cut the rope. I was going to say, if that's a hammock, then you sit there and grab it and go, whoop! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you dump them. That's what you do. I know. Just you just don't put up with shit. You know, we don't put up with shit. It's fine.
1: Do you want to go?
0: Do you want to go ahead and just do the do our wrap up bit?
2: Yes, we should probably do our wrap up bit, and then I can find this thing and I can send it to you, and, and so just leaving you hanging here as I scroll through back my forty mm-hmm. thousand lost in adaptation that I binge watched, binge list watched and listened to over the last couple of days. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so. All right. So final thoughts, gentlemen, what is, how do we, how do we feel about this most recent return to the walking dead universe?
0: I feel pleasant about it. Like putting on a sock that you wore yesterday, it fits your foot perfectly.
1: I have no feelings. You have no feelings, Dustin? I am cautiously optimistic. Okay. Uh, But I don't have anything that I feel like I need to, you know, like reiterate. From the last, we've been talking about this for an hour and a half. Uh, so I don't have anything else. Okay.
2: Fair enough. All right, folks. Well, if you have opinions and thoughts about the return of The Walking Dead in this episode in particular, let us know. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on all the various and sundry podcast platforms. You could leave us a comment. You could leave us a rating, comments and ratings. I'm sure you hear this on every podcast you've ever listened to, but it's true. They can help other people find the show, and that's great. Um, and we'd like to have people
1: find the show. So I want to know what every, when everybody thinks Maggie's accent's going to settle back down. That's what Maggie, I want to know.
0: When Maggie's what?
1: Accent settles back down. <laughs>
0: i I don't i just don't know if i knew
1: i'd be able to tell you but i don't know all right (laughs) all right sorry tim i interrupted no no you're fine makes perfect sense to
2: me i give it three episodes um so (laughs) we'll do this again um again so thank you curtis thank you tim thank you dustin thank you tim And thank you, folks, for listening. We'll see you on our next episode of Zompocalypse Now. Zompocalypse Now is produced and recorded by Timothy Harvey, Dustin Adair, and Curtis Smith for Just Some Guy Productions. All rights reserved.